0: Hi, this is Mike Metcalf. In this episode I wanted to talk about, perhaps strangely, the definition of God. I'm not a religious person, and that's not really the angle that makes this interesting for me. It's more in line with the underlying idea of systems thinking, that we should move away from personalities people, things, towards groups of concepts. So I'd like you to think of a system, a religious system, where the deity or focal point of that religion is a god defined as progress. Now, this is in contrast to the to be Abraham religions where God is a supreme being. So note I've moved from a person thing to a concept, progress. By progress I mean improvement, things getting better, betterment, flourishing. I'm not talking about the social activism of progressivism, I'm thinking more of the old-fashioned, modern idea that the world should have less children die, improved medicines, less harsh work, longer lives, the the classic measures of progress. So in my religious system, it is no different from any of the Abraham religions, in the sense that you still have church, synagogues, mosques, You'd have services, um, you have singing and praying, all the things that we associate with a religion, the community activities, the charitable works. But God is not a person, but an idea, a concept, a pattern of activities. Of course, he's still it, the concept, is still a creator. Progress creates things. If you think of God as the creator of the universe, the universe of of humans is created through progress. Progress as a God is benevolent, whether you want to call that science, uh, democracy improving, community improving, cooperation, commerce and trade, all developing the world into a richer, safer a uh, less threatening place, this is an act of benevolence. You can see the take on atheism, which tends to be against the being idea of a god. Uh, atheists sort of say, well, if I don't get to ever see this being, it doesn't exist, it must be fanciful. But if your god is progress then it's getting very similar to the sort of scientific view of the world and i think it's also very similar to hegel's um, definition of god that its human progress is is his god if i've understood that correctly so the christian Being is broken into three, isn't it? The Father, Son and Holy Ghost. You can see that being aligned with progress in the sense of the Father father and Son being the past and the future or the future and the past and the Holy Ghost being the change mechanism. You can see an atheist point of view that points out that children are made up of the genes and the influences of their parents I am my parents' genes and their culture and the sort of things they said to me and my teachers and my peers, my friends, all the things they said to me. Uh, This makes up, hopefully, a gradually improving, a gradually progressing human being and global population, provided I listen to the right ideas. So if my God is progress, then I will use that to pick out which of those influences I take note of and therefore act in the world. The God of Progress would, I think, be against excessive conservatism or excessive trying to stay in a medieval or ancient world. So the word in the Bible or the Quran would be understood to be said in the past and need updating and changing rather than be concrete or stone that cannot be changed. Although I take Jordan Peterson's point is that the stories in it might act as a warning as to how to progress and the dangers of um, false progression. Before you start to think that I've moved into some sort of religious issue rather than the management of organisations, you can see that an organisation could have a god. Now, this could be a guru of some t- kind, but of course what I'm advocating is that it should, shouldn't be a person, it shouldn't be a hero, a role model, that organisational goals should actually be concepts, or a set of concepts, which are fundamentally about progress and improvement. Improvement of the product the process and work conditions etc etc i am skirting round the issue of exactly what progress is i mean some people's progress might be less environmental damage which i think is fine but i it's, it's not the issue that i'm after i'm after trying to point out that it is better to rather think than think in terms of jesus and and mohammed and supreme beings in the heavens, it's better to think in terms of concepts. So, coming at this from a different point of view, I mean, the pragmatist's point of view on gods is, what use are gods? And if we use my definition of god as progress, then how does it affect the, the uses of a god? And one of the uses of a god is to alleviate concern about death so gods are meant to be able to transcend death or you go to another place that god has set up when you die and you meet up again provided you behaved yourself on this earth and i think most people would agree that when you have a child dying who's aware they're dying and they're scared they're dying you're faced with that problem of what to say to them and it's it's christianity offered this message and i think um muslim and and the and the jewish tradition as well offered this message that you're going to a better place a nicer place and everybody will meet up this is uh, a problem for atheists because they're, they're sort of going to say that you're when you die you just go back to the earth that's it finish kaput and i'm not sort of wanting to disagree with that i just think maybe you could put it more subtly by saying that when you die you go into everything first of all physically your body goes into the grass the sky the dust, the animals in the way that we talk about everybody being made of stardust we're all made of the past living both physical parts of the the dead and of course their influences so when we die we go into, one way or another, the rest of the cosmos. So that if we're a good influence, things progress. I'd have to accept that this is not as satisfactory or consoling a a comment to give to a dying child as saying, you're going to a better place and we'll all meet up. It's just that it, it might be more scientific to say that. Moving on to some of the other uses for gods. is One of them is to provide a moral top of hierarchy, so that kings, queens, CEOs, politicians, billionaires, uh, their behavior is restrained by having to pretend that there is a force over the, over the top of them that they have to listen to and uh, obey to reduce levels of uh, corruption I suppose and and bad behavior, so typically the the church puts the crown on on the royal family to say, you know theres this moral force that you're required to uh, to bear in mind, otherwise you you know God will damn you and bring bad things upon you I think. Progress could do the same thing. If you have a clear idea of what progress is and you have people in power and authority saying do this and do that and they're they're sort of bound by the definition of progress that you've agreed upon, you are sort of controlling their behavior. If they start to be wasteful or silly or make bad decisions, you'll say this is not helping progress. In the same way, you could say you're sinning against God. Another advantage of gods is that people pray to them basically asking them to change the future. They're in some sort of stress state and would like things to change either you know they're hungry or someone's going to die or something and you ask for intervention from God to improve things to change the future. Now I think that's very much progress isn't it? If you Sort of say, you know, my child is sick. Um, please look after them. To some extent, you're you're praying for more and more improvement and betterment in science, in knowledge, in in wealth, in basically knowledge. I suppose. Uh, they, I think, progress is about the future changing for the better, which is, I think, when you pray for an intervention, you're doing the same thing, and it it must be analogous to when people get sick and and get told that, you know, that a new invention or a new drug is round the corner and that uh, this may well save them if they hang on long enough. Um, I think we can pray to progress, to save our lives, to change the future. Another important use for gods is to give people's life purpose. A lot of people use religious... Morals as a, as a way to guide their their daily behavior, what they're doing on Earth. They're being nice to people, or praising God, or whatever it is that they you know, interpret for their religion. Um, and it, but surely progress is a similar thing. So progress gives you a sense of purpose. I think human beings, in order to be happy, you need to be very clear in their own minds what their purpose is, and I think. Betterment is a very good purpose. So what are you doing to better the world? Give, it gives you purpose. So heaven would be a better future and hell would be a worse future. It's not so much that you go to heaven, but you are creating heaven on earth by your correct behaviors, by appropriate Progress. So moving on to the point that is made in, I think, the Bible and the Quran, that, that human beings are made in the image of God. Now, if God is progress, then this is actually very much about human evolution, as has been been pointed out by a few people. If you come back in a thousand years, monkeys and sheep and squirrels will all be much the same but humans won't be the same they will have done something different they'll build differently there's the social arrangements will be different there will be changes if you were here a thousand years ago and you're here now you'd be surprised how the world has changed or how humans have changed it and changed themselves humans do progress we're capable of progress we think of progress we We change the world around us for the better. I agree sometimes we do it for the worst, but we are capable of doing it for the better. And for the better is a good thing, and for the worst is a bad thing. But you take the point that it's a very unique human characteristic to be able to change the future, to make things better. We don't think of kangaroos being capable of making the world better. But we do think of human beings like that. We are made in God's image if God is progress. So some of the consequences of adopting this God is progress is that you make progress and betterment of virtue. One assumes the atheists have less to... concerned about because it's very similar to what they think science does. Um, To some extent science is their God and science is about making things better, a better understanding. In so much as the good bits in the Bible and the Quran encourage uh, us to progress and live better lives and treat each other better to provide a sort of improved social order of how people should behave, that long moral tradition is still respected. I think progress doesn't just have to be physical you know, and economic. It needs to be social. It needs to be in the way people treat each other. Although I do take the atheist point that the, a lot of our morals are most likely evolutionary, that uh, our species was developed to be empathetic and to cooperate. I think cooperation is an absolute key to how... You know, the clawless, toothless ape has dominated the world, one by cooperation, but two by his ability to progress, to change the world. I suspect religions have picked up on that, putting more emphasis on how we treat each other, how we progress in our social relationships. Um, but I do think the, the idea of God as progress accommodates both of those views. I know a lot of people of a religious bent would want to stick with the idea of God as being a supreme being. I think in the same way that we think of role models as people, or heroes, we're really talking about an abstraction of them, it's the characteristics of those people that make make them our role models, or heroes, and I think I'm doing the same here, I'm, I'm sort of saying Let's move from a person, a thing, to the concepts they represent. Of course, I'm saying that progress is most likely the, the abstraction of what it is we admire about a supreme being. Now, I know a lot of conservative people are saying, no, you know, they don't really admire progress. They, they would rather we went back to you know, a simple way of life and things, but that might well be the sort of, that you know, that might well be progress. It's your definition of progress that we should trend towards something that's different from what we have now. Using the advice that most likely the the concept of balance is misleading. That nature and the world is made up of you know forces in dialectic, in contradiction. Evolving against each other, and you really can't put the clock back a couple of hundred years. If you want to talk about a simpler life, then I th- as being progress, I think that's fine. And it's things like using less resources to achieve the same level of you know, child mortality and, and old age and uh, getting rid of sickness. And, and I think even transport and communication, uh, these, these good things that we've invented... Maybe it could be done with less consumption. Although, maybe in another episode, I'll discuss. I think we have to remember that resources are invented, most of them, are things like petroleum um, and gold are uh, basically things in rocks that were ignored by a lot of people, but due to scientific invention. We figure out how to turn these fairly useless rocks into a very useful resource. Progress has included inventing resources from apparently unwanted waste. This, I think, important d- debate about what is progress, um, be it physical or or social, and I think the Jewish tradition of arguing with God is useful here because we can argue, what is progress? Is that progress, or is this progress, or progress of what? And that argument needs to be had, and had constantly in an open and transparent way, and nobody to dominate it. It should be in the public sphere and openly discussed. What do we find as progress? And I think maybe you could look at certain uh, political ideologies, um, capitalism and Communism and fascism as someone's idea of progress that have not been agreed by everybody or have been badly interpreted. I think we can align that with the idea of arguing with God. If God is progress, what is progress? So using the concept of anti-fragile to think about this issue, how would thinking of God as progress make us anti-fragile? I think if you think of progress as you know two steps forward, one step back, uh, a lot of dead ends. You become anti-fragile when that happens. You get stronger and stronger, and more and more knowledgeable. The more you try and progress, and and then you have unintended con- consequences, and you realise that's happening. I think it's developing your skill and understanding, and you become less dogmatic about this change will be a good thing regardless. Uh, you start to understand it might be a good thing for some, but not for others. So I, I think you become less worried about setbacks. Uh, the, the more you explore progress, the more knowledge you become. And that makes you better at it and anti-fragile. You're improving. Okay, so that's about it for my sort, short sort of um, suggestion that we think of God in terms of being progress as opposed to being a supreme being. And and importantly to me, that that God is a concept, an idea, rather than an old man with a grey beard sitting on a cloud, it's rather than a physical thing. And one that I think is very aligned to the uniqueness of human beings. Okay, so in the tradition of these things, I would say that for your organisation, what are your gods? Let's hopefully, are they progress? Should they be progress? And how are you defining progress? And is that used to harness the senior managers in your organisation or could be used to harness to get moral and appropriate behaviour out of your senior management? Or at a more personal level, Perhaps you could ask what you're doing to improve the planet, to improve your organisation. What's your role? What progress are you offering? Do you progress the world? Are you going to leave it in a better place? Are you creating a heaven or hell in your organisation or in the world as a whole? I suppose this could apply to your family as well as your workplace and your friends. Are you exercising that unique human quality of being able to change the world for a better place. Thank you.